here it is. Hello, Heavy Breather, X-Ray FM. We were just talking about uh, people in power and, and left unchecked, how, how far it would go. It would eventually lead to, like, if you at first you're just like, I want a, I want a few little treats. Like, look, here's all this money I have that I, sh- I should assign that goes to this, but like, I like treats, yeah. and I'm going to take a little few treats. And then if it's left unchecked, it just keeps going. I get, it would turn into just strangling people <laughs> in the street kind of a thing. <laughs> I think it would just go there. Yeah, that's the natural line. I mean, here there's like a little you know insight into human nature. We, we like to have treats we like treats yeah. and if we have access to you know give ourselves more treats than we you know otherwise for some reason watching another person suffer from not having just a little bit of all the treats you have <laughs> it's so it is so much pleasure there's a pleasure that goes through you yeah you, know? you get the treats that they don't get and uh it makes yeah. the treat that you have even better than it would have been that's why I grow my fingernails long just to show people, you know, and they're very manicured and I show people that I have, you know, look, I, I, this is my treat to you. (laughs) Right. You gotta, you gotta give back a little bit. That's the, yeah. The whole golden rule. You know, if you're going to, uh, you know, buy yourself extravagant meals and hotel, uh, stays, then you want to, you know people that are gazing upon you to enjoy what they're seeing yeah because you never know if they're focusing in on your on your hand they see the the little crumpet the little cake in your hand you're focusing it Mm -hmm. and you put it and what i like to do is i like to keep it i don't like it to touch my fingers i just like it on the nails when i pick up food right so i could just clean the nails but i put it to my mouth and i make sure i look around if everyone's looking (laughs) you know and then you just do a little you know take the food from your nails yeah it's like like talons claws that you can pluck your yep. your bonbon with and then yep. delicately slurp it into your mouth i always think about people that have long toenails and i just think about i always like, think about if, them too yeah <laughs> i know you do because yeah i've read through your diaries yeah, my my live journal blog yeah but i just think about sleeping with your partner what that would be like in the middle of the night you just wake up and you're just like you know that you're just like why is the bed wet and it's just like you know you've they've sliced your <laughs> leg <laughs> with their 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 like jagged serrated toenails yeah. have sliced open your your artery. It's just like oh that was weird it happened two weeks ago and I just I just still haven't been feeling good and there's a little bump there I don't know what it is. It turns out it's just like the the toenail got caught you know clipped off into your leg and your body is just having a hard time yep uh, reabsorbing it and, well, the, and uh, your liver processing it the longer the nail gets you know the more brittle it becomes and it starts to yeah. chip off really easily it flakes it's like chalky almost yeah and it just it's easily traveled through the bloodstream yeah it'll break down it'll just start flowing through your arteries and you know maybe it'll get clogged up in the in you know the fat that's uh, lining your one of your arteries going into your heart, and it'll just yeah. gather there, just gather there and, and rest, coagulate. In, in you'll sleep well knowing that 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 uh, you know the uh, a little bit of that toenails is in your heart, just mm-hmm. resting there, waiting to to pass through to go travel through the rest of your body again. Yep. My favorite part is when, when, when it breaks off and it travels through your legs. What's yours, Marius? <laughs> well, <laughs> what I was just thinking about is like, you know, we, we've talked about this before, like that cigarette 
the anti-cigarette smoking ad where they like squeeze the art, heart artery and then like the yellow fat squirts out of it. Mm, no, um, but you've told me. Uh, well, well, like why? Like why is there fat like in your arteries? Mm. Like isn't it just blood? Like why is there fat in your blood? They put it there. Oh, okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, why does your blood, why does your heart fat? That's not a good, maybe it wasn't the cigarette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just well, like. I think it gives you a fatty heart. They say that, that that's what smoking causes. This is right on the back. It says you'll get a fatty heart. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll give you like a nice marble tart. Yeah. It's very delicious if you were to eat well, it. Like, not like 1992 fatty. Like when you say fatty. <laughs> man, that was a cool slang. I f- hey, man, he gave me a fatty sack, right? Remember people called bags of marijuana sacks? Yeah, people would say, or they would say if something was cool, they would say it was fat. Yeah, it's fat. I forgot about that one. Not like of, Biden. That, that just died. Like when Biden says fat. No, not when he calls, he says, hey, fat, to, to someone. That's different. He's confused. It's because his first doll was uh, when he worked on the farm, you know, when they'd slaughter the pigs, he would gather up all the fat and he would take rubber bands and staples and he would staple the fat and he would make it look like a, a, a little baby. Mm-hmm. And it was his friend. He would cradle it. He would drag that along. But it got the family sick. You know, most of them died because of, uh, <laughs> dis- you know, the diseases that came with carrying around rotten meat for months on end. Yeah. It'll, it, it, it'll give you a smallpox eventually. The little fat doll that he's cradling and, and suckling, cooing yep. at. It was a beautiful thought. It was a different time. I just, I just closed my eyes. It was the tightest I've closed my <laughs> eyes. I could feel the pressure of my eyelids were so, the muscles, I gained new muscles in my eye, eyelids from, from clenching. That's so nice. Happened. Yeah, you got to strengthen your eyelids. Yep. I was going to say that's why usually I grow beard is because of all the jaw clenching. My I have an extremely muscular toned. People say it's toned <laughs> um, jaw. Well, apparently you can you can actually get Botox in your jaw to like relieve if you if you do clench your jaw too much. That's a thing that people will do to to fix it. But then it'll it'll also change your jawline because people will also get Botox as like you know non invasive yeah. plastic surgery basically. So, yeah. but if you have both, well, cool. if you need you want to kind of two birds with one stone sort of thing, where, yeah. You know, you like, are, I want to look like Bruce Springsteen or something. Yeah, you want like Rick, Rick Ocasek. It <laughs> makes you look like Rick Ocasek. You're a woman, and it fixes your your jaw cr- clenching <laughs> yeah. problem too. It's like you look like Nile Rogers from from Chic. But your but your jaw is very very nice. It's I mean, Mal Rogers is handsome. Sure. By the way, I just want to say Nile Rogers. Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. He is an extremely underrated musician. You know, and people talk about David Bowie and how much they love David Bowie. And yeah. And when I say I love David Bowie, I don't want to. I never say it out loud because really I could care less about any David Bowie before 1983. Uh, the album Let's Dance is, I think, is is the greatest thing he did. And now Rogers plays all over it. Just okay. gonna say, just there, gonna tell you. There you go. On record, it's recorded record. for history. Look. We're the first. Let's go on record. Yep. Yeah, people. I think people like the idea of David Bowie more than they actually like David Bowie. They, yeah. they like to talk about how much they like him. 
You know what though? I do like that one song. It's like away in the manger, no crib for a babe. The little Lord Jesus. You know that one. Mm-hmm. The other thing I notice is a lot of times when people are like, "Oh, I love this uh, David Bowie song," and then then they actually name a Lenny Kravitz song, and I think yep. people just get the two mixed up all the time. And you know, yep. everyone's too polite to call them out on it. Very hard to. They're very put them side by side. It's very hard. Yeah. That's uh, for years I thought that was David Bowie. <laughs> that riff, that's a yeah. that is like a cursed riff. It is a cursed riff, yeah. It's it's the riff that people say, "Why didn't I think of that?" One, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you can't go my way. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he says? <laughs> yep. Like all the there's like the music's all playing, says. and then all the instruments stop, and then it's like a really close mic yeah. on him. I, I made I made somebody on Twitter mad about. I was like I was like, Paris has terrible food. I was like, and don't even get me started on that Lenny Kravitz falafel place because it's like everyone's like, oh, you got to go to this falafel place. And we went to it, and it was like, and we got there, and it's like a huge line, and then immediately there's just huge life size posters of Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz eats here you know <laughs> and it was just like and it was huge pictures of him and just you had to eat I mean, yeah which was one star gone first of all right for guys i had to visually see a picture of lenny kravitz while i ate yeah. falafels it's like a giant mural of him squatting with with his leather pants splitting oh, open yeah i know is that scene yeah his, his his penis is burst like a firecracker had been blown in his <laughs> pants but instead of a fire sparks it instead a human male genitals came yeah, out it's just dangling like right over your head as you're trying to enjoy your falafel yeah. sandwich yeah it's just it's just like every there's like 10 or 15 movies uh tv screens <laughs> just, and sure, it's just that on repeat <laughs> and then every once in a while they play uh you know they'll do a uh they'll play a little bit of um what's his face they try to do, do a little bit of uh uh to do what's the bass player from uh, Grateful Dead? For some reason, they have they want to show him a lot. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, what is his name? Phil. Phil. How dare you? I was like, no, that's why I'm basing French food on. Is yep. that Lenny Kravitz place? No, I say no. <laughs> yeah, country must be stopped. France gets an F in cuisine because of yeah, this. We must invade Canada. We'll 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 put France in its place. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll do to France what Israel did to Palestine, hmm. but in Canada, do the Canadian version of it. Yeah, you right. know, we're just going to take their country, and then we'll be like, look, you can have a little place up like near Nova, Nova Scotia. Yeah, well, there's the French Canadians already, so we could maybe work something out. Oh no, no, those th- those will just completely put straight into the uh, to the camps. <laughs> Quebecois, no, thank you. Uh, when I was on tour with a Swedish band, one of the, the members, I know I've told the story, but one of the members was French and, uh, we were in, in, in uh, Montreal and people started speaking, uh, we're in the middle of nowhere looking for directions. People were speaking, um, uh, French, yeah, pigeon French. And, uh, so she went out to talk to them. She came back with this horrified look and we're like, she was like, it is like, it is like they are hillbillies. <laughs> I can't explain. The French is awful. I cannot listen to it. Yeah, they're they're but, you know, they're subhumans. That's what everyone but, says. But French are also, you know, the other way. You know, too a little too uh, snobby for me. Yeah, a little too uh, you know high on their horse. 
I get it. I get it. You didn't want to do anything during World War II. <laughs> they did stuff. Yeah. I think that's like actually a kind of a right-wing uh, point. I feel like people are like, well, they didn't do anything there. I don't know. There's something right-wingy about maybe that point. I can't. I don't know why. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, there's like the whole just like the cliche about the French surrendering, but I don't know how true it really is. I mean, like during World War II, wasn't like the whole French thing? Like they had like the saboteurs where they're like blowing up Nazi stuff, like yeah. sneaking around, doing cool spy spy cool. stuff. Cool stuff. What about that that lady that uh? would go in and take German soldiers out in the woods f- for them to bang. Mm-hmm. And then she would just kill them. She would sh- shoot them and shoot them dead. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. And then there was the, the French lady that, that put on the, the movie theater and then she put on the movie and locked the doors and then they shot Hitler in the face. Mm. Wait, that well, was there's this other person, this guy, he would go around and he would just get rid. He had extremely bad ringworm and he would just go around the Nazis and give them all a ringworm and they would be itching their bum bums while they sleep. <laughs> <laughs> ringworm isn't really a worm though, right? No, it's, it's, it, no, it's not a worm. It's worms. <laughs> it is a worms. <laughs> <laughs> it's a multiple worm. <clears throat> the pinworm boys they would, they went behind enemy lines and gave the gave the, the nazis pinworms they were too busy itching their bum bums they couldn't fire their guns right you know that's the real history of it why why no one wants to talk about it you know it's like it's too embarrassing it's too embarrassing for for them but also like you know we we want to want to seem like it's you know there's we have like this amazing story to tell Right. And really, it's just they were too busy. Because then, with he, ringworm. If the story worms. was too popular, then you'd have to make like a monument out of it, and then it's like, what would the monument look like? Is it a you know? It would be the picture that I found on on. Um, it would be the picture that I, if you Google extreme <laughs> pinworms. Okay, I will not look, do that. I'm not. I'm no, I, gonna, I dare you to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to Google pinworms. It is a very upsetting yeah, picture that I will bet. stay with you. I have like, it's not one of those things. It's like they're oh, it's like graphic, like they're like hurt or they're dying. It's more like you wished if you had that that you were dead. Anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna set up like uh, parental guards on my my browser so that I cannot search for pinworms. Yeah, it'll just it'll just. I would turn just up hire blank. somebody to watch over you. You know, follow you around all day long. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, depending on the guy, they could get they do it for cheap or free. I'm talking about for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll hire somebody for you. Yeah, you'll hire someone for me. But I mean, how are you paying them? Yeah, I have to pay them out of my own pocket. You know, where they, your friend? Where are they going to stay? I, I don't. Want, I don't want you to look at pinworms. He's going to have to pinworm uh, boy sleep in the the lobby of my apartment building. Yeah. What did you look at? Oh God! Did he know he didn't look at extreme pinworm boy? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this show. It's not good. I, li- I liked when we could take breaks. Yeah, well, this new format of ours, you know, that we decided we wanted to do before, you know, this was our choice that we, we made. No one p- pushed us into this, but now we just do one long, uncut take for yeah. 30 odd minutes. And we chop it up. We just keep, we chop every word and we fit them together to say what we want. Yeah. Because, you know, this is mostly scripted, but sometimes... 
yeah uh sometimes you know we just want to say we'll just say every word you know in our vocabulary and then we can just piece the piece the of sentence together. together i was looking at there's this uh podcast app which i don't remember the name of um but it has a thing if you it's expensive otherwise i would have done it but you can feed it your voice and then it'll transcribe your audio and then you can go in there and type in new sentences and it'll do like a an ai like synth voice version yeah. of you saying whatever you want so uh you could just you just always to, sounds like Garrison Keeler no matter what. <laughs> well, like in the like, sure, I went down to the grocery store to pick up toilet paper again. There's well, nobody you, in the store. It was haunting. You could feed it his voice, and then it would. Yeah. you could oh, just you could just do make your own Prairie Home Companion episode. Yeah. You could just write the whole thing out, and uh, you know, make make a mint. You make good money. Cause I would have his voice. I would have him. What I would do is I would take him hostage. I would hold him hostage, and then I would go. And I would find uh, the Barefoot Contessa, and I would hold her hostage, and I would have them read from a script at the exact same time, mm-hmm. so that my voice command would be both of the. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a perfect mix, perfect blend. You ever see any of that Barefoot Contessa stuff? Mm-mm. You ever look at it? Nope. Mm, check it out, man. <laughs> tell me about it. She's barefoot. I'm gonna tell you that. That's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> this is the the long and the short of it is. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 a cookbook. I mean, you, I guess you could call it a cookbook, but let's put it this way: I'm, you know, let's put it this way: the the, the food's burning. If you know what I mean, <laughs> I don't have a lot of time for the food. <laughs> food is secondary. Yeah. You know, it's basically it's based off that that scene in the Bible when Jesus gets his feet washed, and it's you know it's basically all the food that goes around that, and it's all you know because they prepared the food, you know, all the water that touched the food had first touched Jesus's feet. Mm-hmm. They're they're making salsa, and they have to they squish the salsa out like they're they're crushing yeah. grapes. That scene in the Last Supper, they're all just you know it's just Jesus had just gotten his feet washed. <laughs> Well, in the painting, they like put uh, you know a tablecloth down. I actually don't remember what the painting looks like, but you can't see their feet on purpose because yeah. it would have been too, too much, too washed. Because everything else wasn't as washed, and so the feet would would stick out too much, and it would be too erotic. Yeah, it would be too much focus, and people would you know fixate on it and not pay attention to the other message that the. Yeah, I mean, Christianity probably would have been changed forever. It would have been, instead of the uh, Christ on the cross, it would have just been a foot, you know, a beautiful foot. Everyone, all Christians would just be wearing little necklaces of some guy's feet. Yeah. Would have been different. It would have been a lot different. You know what I mean? My kids would have probably enjoyed the teaching of Christ. Right. They'd, they'd, they'd be at Catholic school right now. Yeah. Uh, right. At midnight. We're doing the show at midnight. Yeah. We are recording it's from our subterranean compound. Wake up. Wake up. It's time for for Catholic school. <laughs> it's midnight, Daddy. I can see the moon. Please, let me sleep. Right. Nope. This is the new world, you know. But I would actually go when I was younger. I would go to like my Catholic friends. Like they'd do like a retreat or like a, because they couldn't control you. You know what I mean? They they would do this one. It was it was called a lock in, which is creepy as hell, right? Yeah, it so, seems bad. And, and they would show it like it was like at this place where they, they would have actually punk rock shows called the Kool-Aids. And it was also done by the church. 
I'm making church sound cool. Yeah, but damn, actually, I'll, this is cool. They actually made like punk rock in the suburbs in the late '80s mm-hmm. in Chicago. You know, the kids were able to do it. But they'd also do these things called lock-ins, where you would stay overnight and watch. And it'd be like they'd show like three movies, and everyone would sleep in sleeping bags. Mm-hmm. But it just, you know, the 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 tension. The, the stuff that would be that we would be doing, <laughs> you know what I mean? It would just be like at first you're like want to smoke some pot. Next thing you know, it's like everyone's pregnant and there's like a uh, upside down cross burning, yeah, in the back of the place. There's a there's been a pinworm outbreak, and everyone's gonna have to deal with that. Oh, I'm sorry. This is you cannot leave until tomorrow. I know everyone. Everyone's bum bums are itching. <laughs> I know everyone's <laughs> freaking out from all the pinworms they got. Yeah, and the only way to get rid of t- pinworms, I had no idea, is what I had to do with my kids. They had them because what happens is you have pinworms, and what they do is they come out at night. They come out of your bum bum bum, yeah. They and and you itch and you're you're asleep and you itch. And then you put itch that, and you put them your hand on your mouth, and the eggs go in the circle of life, right? Yep, it's beautiful. It's like like how you know yep. certain animals pollinate certain plants. It's like a beautiful. Yeah, they're, they're no difference. I mean, I I see them as no different than like a bumblebee, a beautiful bumblebee in my garden. Yeah, butterfly flitter, flittering from a flower, and it's pollinating. You know, it's beautiful. But the only way to get rid of them is, is I didn't realize this, and my kids, it was hard on them. You know, while they sleep, you have to duct tape their hands to their to their body. So you have to just basically just, you know. Yeah, they're cocooned, basically. Like cocoon, yeah. Because they will get their hands, fr- I mean, they're so strong in the middle of the night, children, <laughs> when they try to uh, do an itch. Yep. The doors are locked. I know you're bursting with pinworms, but we can't let you out yet. That was one of the movies that we watched in the the lock, and they played Cocoon. It was like the last movie. They're like, "Here, watch watch this movie about these horny old men, who are become even hornier once the cocoon comes." If you can imagine, somehow it 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 magnifies it it squares their their the erotic feelings they have. Watch this movie with Brian Dennehy. Was he wasn't in it, but he could have been. Yeah, you can, if you close your eyes, you can imagine. You could write your yeah. own fan fiction, put him, insert him. He was like, I wasn't old enough. I was 42. Whatever. Uh, what's his name? Brimley was like 50. He was 49. Yeah. 49. I could be in Cocoon. I could be in the reboot of Cocoon. Yep. Just, But they would really focus on the fact that I can't get at my, I have, I'm having trouble with my downstairs. <laughs> I can't make love. I can't do erotic stuff. Yeah. You're just, you're they really che- showcase it through the, through the movie. Chewing on, on Cialis or whatever. It's yeah. not, it's not doing anything. There'd be like a sex scene in the, in the movie, but it would just be me like, you know, completely not doing anything frustrated and, 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 uh, you know, weeping in the bed. Yep. That kind of thing. That would be most of the movie. That's where all the drama is. It's like I don't, I don't right. care about the the weird leathery aliens that float around. Oh, I forgot about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even remember the alien parts. It's, it's not just important. like it's just like it's kind of just like yeah, perfunctory. They're like, here's the aliens right. that float around. Gets get back to the old men uh, and their sex lives. Yeah, that's where the meat of the story is. That's the heart of the story. Wilfred Brimley, he's you know. He breakdances and raps. He does a rap battle. Mm-hmm. Well, he the one. Uh, what's his name? Does breakdance and I think in the sequel. Yeah. No, this is in the first one. There's a breakdance scene. 
And then the, With, the break, uh, what's the, his name? Uh, the, the breakdance competition is in the sequel. Guy Amici, Dean Amici. What's his name? Guy Amici. Don Amici. Don Amici breakdance. He's like, check this out. He's also the one that tells uh, the other guy, uh, he talks about his, 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 uh, his downstairs is like blue steel. <laughs> yeah, well, that, Brimley says that. He, Brimley says it, but he's with him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Don Amici. Um, Got to do another downstairs joke. <laughs> this movie's bombing. What are we going to do? <laughs> this, this, this movie makes no sense. We, I'm worried about our movie cocoon. We need to cut to Jessica Tandy digging a hole like, in the ground. My first cocoon, it was like the first draft was like, it was like a, uh, it was like a crime drama. It was about, you know, it was about like the mob and how they were like a guy defected to the police or something. And then all of a sudden it's just like third draft. It's like old people, horny old men who get extremely horny because <laughs> of a, a cocoon that comes out of the sky. Look, you, you know, you do uh, work. I picture, I picture I'm like I'm explaining the story and, I'm, and I've gone over the desk and my hands are on the person's collar and I'm like an inch from their face. You're trembling. Uh, but yeah, you, you do, you know, you got to do your, you know, like focus testing and you, you know, you play yeah. in front of audiences and you see what they like and then it slowly shifts, you know, from one thing to the other. And, you know, the, 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 the audience just keeps reacting positively. Is that what it takes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like one guy's be like, so what do you think of the movie? And he's like, eh, it's a crime drama. And he's like, you know, it'd be cool if there was a more horny old man. And <laughs> well, there was one scene where there was like a guy, an old guy in the background, and he, he just kind of had a horny glint in his eye. I liked him, and then right. that's just where the, it snowballs from there. Yeah, oh, I see, yeah. They're like, oh, okay, and the other guy's like, you know, like, I just, you know, there's something about, you know, I love, I, you know, I love uh, my closet, you know. Mm-hmm. My favorite closet because I have a contraption in there that keeps me happy. And, and But I, I just can't get all these moths are having cocoons, <laughs> laying their cocoons all over it. <laughs> I'm trying so to. While that gets in the director's I'm head. Trying to brush away these cocoons. Yeah, that's like an, an epiphany. He's like, I, I've got yeah. it. The, the perfect film for 1984 or whatever. we got to get Wilford Brimley. Get Brimley on the line. Fresh uh, off of uh, the hit TV show Life Goes On, where he where he was probably f- f- thirty nine when that show started, and he played a, a senior. Mm-hmm. He did. He was in the the thing. Oh, he was in the thing. He played a senior in that too. Yep. He didn't have facial hair, so he looked weird. Seemed yeah. wrong. By the way, if you're just tuning in, we're you are. Uh, this is a film chat. On X-Ray FM, we're the, the, we're the Brimley boys. We're talking talking Brimley, Brimley boys. By the way, uh, true story. I don't know if it's true, but I've, I've read it multiple times that apparently uh, Bono from famous rock and roll band U2, mm-hmm. he he asked uh, he asked Don Van Vliet, the singer for the the only person who is uh, Captain Beefheart, Captain Beefheart. If you could sing or do a uh, project together, and he sent, and apparently uh, Captain Beefheart sent him a note through the mail, and it just said, "Dear Bongos, <laughs> no. <laughs> I've heard that story. Dear Bongo, no, I, isn't the, yeah? There's like I've seen the picture of the, like the yeah. the letter. Dear Bongo, <laughs> yeah, took him down a notch. Yeah." She moves in mysterious ways. That's what that song's about. No, Bono had his revenge when he wrote Zootopia, whatever. Yeah, he wrote Material Girl. 
for Madonna. Mm-hmm. She moves. He yeah. He wrote uh, he wrote Mandela this theme song to Mandela. That's where he really got back at everybody. He had no. By the way, he had no idea who Mandela was, but he just wrote the song. Isn't that how beautiful it is? And somehow it captured his the essence. It was like of Mandela. It was like he was touched by God, and he just knew. He knew because the, the song's just like Mandela. You know, <laughs> says his name over and over. That's it. That's like really the the heart and soul of the guy is his name. Like, how did you get? You didn't even know who he was. How did you get the feeling of it? He's like, well, Mish, Mish looked at his picture. Well, Mish saw it. <laughs> his name was written down, and I read it out loud several times. <laughs> Me reads it. It was on Mish teleprompter. <laughs> what a genius! Yeah, it's a genius. People like to talk crap. He would be when he passes. It's going to be. I mean, oh, it's going to be chaos in the streets. There's going to be like funeral processions. People are going to march from one side of the country to the other, and you know, people are going to be, you know, burning down, you know, Irish bars. Probably going to be chaos. Chaos. There's going to be no coming back from it. You two. You two. When's the next U two record? Always during an election year, U2 record comes out. Yeah. That's they, what they say. They just want to throw in, you know, spice up the chaos a little bit more. You, people are yeah, already feeling. That's how they keep people from voting. You know, they put a U2 album out and then it's just like everyone's just so, you know, you can't leave your house listening to this U2 record. It's, it's a Republican voter suppression. Everyone's hoping for another Joshua tree. <laughs> <laughs> for another for another uh what's the one after that the, oh god the one where it's like the edge had his own song and it was yeah. like it's crazy the edge can sing <laughs> Zoot- you know zootopia is that what it is zootopia no it's something it's like movie. that's my kids watch that movie <laughs> no 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 what is it called it's like it's you two al- this is a part of the show where we google you two album well, their album was Zuropa, but I don't know when that one came yes, out. Yes, that's it. Yes. No, Octung Baby. No. I don't know. Who cares? This is useless. Everything's just... There's no reason for anything. Nope. You two have... They have five Wikipedia pages for their... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they were originally going to call the album Zoophilia, and then their their manager made them change it to Zoopa. But the the theme is still there. If you listen to the, they call it what Zoophilia. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean the whole th- it was about eugenics. I mean the whole album is about like you know if you could fuse your DNA with with uh, you know let's say like a, a dog. You know, what would it be like? What would lovemaking be like? What would it be like raising your children? Which half would have uh, the good stuff? Yep. So and so. Yeah, uh, Zuropa is the only album, the only zoophilia-themed album that's won a Grammy. That's it says amazing. It, it says it right here on the Wikipedia page. It's pretty cool. Well, you know what? I, I think it would be very easy to change the Wikipedia page. <laughs> you could slip in there and make a little Bongos. edit. Bongo, lead vocals, bongo. Oh, he plays harmonica, too. What? He's a multi-instrumentalist? Gesundheit. They do look very beautiful, though. They're a very beautiful band. They all look like uh, they all look like Bono now. They've all had surgery to become each other, but but 
just Bono. <laughs> oh yeah, there is the one. There's like the Edge song that he did. It's cool. Yeah, it's like it's cool. It's it's like we didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was always burning since the world was turning. Yeah, <laughs> he's at the edge. He, everyone just played along like he made that up. Yeah, but good job, Edge. You're a good boy. Good boy, the Edge. I would do anything for you. You, you did it. I would keep you in a cage in my in my backyard. It would be consensual. Mm-hmm. Me needs a new something. I need to see so, so much money. I've done everything in the world. What could? What can I do? You're going to live in my backyard in a cage. <laughs> my okay. You're going to survive off scraps. Come here to the edge. You're gonna, but you're going to sign a release stating this is your own free will. You want this. We'll be like, what are you getting paid for this? Nothing. I pay. <laughs> I feed him dog food. It's expensive. I feed him the good stuff. Yeah, I get him the, the, the human-grade dog food. It still smells like dog food, though. Yeah. It's still a beige paste. Okay. Anyway, I guess we're done. We're done. Love you guys. Uh, thank you so much. If you are interested, we are also doing uh, another show on the, our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash heavy breather. Uh, you can go to heavybreather.net. Yep. Follow us on Twitter if you want. Yeah, underscore heavy breather underscore on Twitter and Instagram. You can think of the Patreon kind of as the part two of this show. So all the cliffhangers that you know you're like, what happens next? Yeah. This is how we do it. We set you up, and so you're like, I need to figure out the ending, and then you have to pay us money to to hear it. That's how we get. We you talk about what it would be like if you fuse the DNA uh, p- pinworm and a human DNA. What would that be like? <laughs> Yeah, in the Patreon, I actually do Google pinworms, and then you right. know, the episode is my. No, I seriously don't. Anybody do that? It is. Not, it is not a good. It's not a good looking. It's interesting, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. It <laughs> fascinates me. <laughs> well, it's beautiful in an abstract way. Yeah. You know, the circle. It's of like life. the same thing. It's like, oh, look, this is these beautiful animals that are that are you know uh, feeding from a flower. Yeah, they're just doing their thing. They're just trying to survive. It's yeah. nice. We're the monsters. Yep. Not them. Nope. Mm, love you guys. Love you so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye.